episode 54 of the Energy Edge podcast. This is Camille Gallinger of Vitality Enterprises, and you're listening to the Energy Edge podcast. As a certified nutritionist and vitality coach, I highly recommend the Energy Edge podcast if you're serious about getting your energy edge on. Welcome to the Energy Edge podcast, where we believe if you desire to get the absolute most out of your work and life, then finding your energy edge is a must. The Energy Edge podcast will help you learn to leverage your everyday major activities into an energy advantage so you can work and live at an optimal level. So let's begin. Welcome to the Energy Edge podcast sponsored by Living Tree Health and Wellness. If you have nutritional aspirations to get healthy again, contact livingtree.co today. I love the even-numbered weeks because it means one thing, interviews. And today is with a subject matter expert. Now, I've not interviewed someone on the topic of chiropractic, so in a few moments, we're going to be joined by Dr. Keith Giaquinto. So, have an open mind and get ready to be challenged to find your energy edge. And it's go time. Dr. Keith Giaquinto has an abundance of knowledge about the human body, stress, digestion, and specializes in enzyme nutrition and chronic unresolved health challenges. Dr. Keith is a graduate from National University of Health Sciences with a doctorate of chiropractic and an internal health specialist certification from Logan University. He's also a published author, writing articles for national chiropractic and local health magazines. Dr. Keith is asked to speak at national conferences for doctors and practitioners and also local companies. He's helped thousands of people all over North America go from a chronic condition to a near normal or perfect health in a matter of weeks or months. He loves to connect with people, help them understand how their body works and what they can do to heal themselves. So how are you and where are you, my doctor and friend, Dr. Keith? I'm doing well, Brian, and thank you for having me out here today. I really appreciate you doing this for me and just getting the information out there. Absolutely. And this is a rarity because not only are we both local, we're Chicagolanders, if there's such a thing. We are literally sitting sitting eyeball to eyeball, which is kind of cool. Yes, absolutely. So, hey, let's dive in here. Let's. Uh, why don't you give us the backstory that brings us to your current today, right now, your current story? Sure, absolutely. Um, I grew up in the western suburbs of Philadelphia, out near Valley Forge, King of Prussia area. Uh, went to chiropractic school here in Lombard, Illinois, which is about you know fifteen twenty minutes away from where we are now in uh, Bolingbrook in Naperville. Um, after school, I got married and moved out to Santa Monica, California. Had my own clinic out in Santa Monica for about seven years. Uh, ended up moving to Michigan, Plymouth, Michigan, for about a year and a half. Um, ended up getting divorced and moving back this way in Naperville. So I've been in Naperville now for about four, going on five years now. And you moved your practice and started yes. in Naperville as, as a practice. Yes, exactly. I moved here to Naperville and I knew one person who was another chiropractor here in Naperville. So, you know, going through a divorce, launching a brand new practice and moving to a community where nobody knew where I was or who I was. And, uh, Three things I don't recommend doing at the same time. <laughs> Absolutely. Some serious stress points individually, yes. let alone the trifecta. But it was kind of nice, though, because, you know, being in practice, I've been in practice for 15 years. So when I moved here, I've been in practice for 10 years. So I kind of knew 
how to run a practice sure. and the business aspect of it. So being able to kind of infuse myself into the Naperville community has actually been been kind of enjoyable without having all the stresses of just coming out of school and building a brand new practice that you don't really have that business experience with that. Absolutely. And actually, because of your involvement in the community, you had met my wife and then going through some health issues of my own, I came to you, which we'll unpack a little bit later on. So thanks for the backstory. What What I'm very interested in talking about here is we talk a ton about energy. And all of a sudden, we mentioned the word chiropractic. Why don't you tell us what is the correlation between chiropractic care and energy? Because we use the word energy all of the time, but all of a sudden, huh? Chiropractic and energy? So can you tell us what the correlation is, if there is any, between the two? Sure. Uh, All of the cells in the body... In order for them to do their job, they need to take food in, burn that food for fuel so they can actually create energy. When they can create that energy and have that food, then that cell, that organ, that tissue can do its job for a very long time because what the body is has required to do is it has to do two things. It has to mean upright against gravity, and it has to maintain the internal environment. Those are the only two things that the body has to do, and both of those things require energy. So every single cell in your body has two things to do, or it requires two things. It needs to have its food dropped off, and it needs to have its waste picked up. If that cell or that organ can actually do those two things, and your body can do that efficiently, then that cell can have that energy to do what it needs to do. That's a great way of explaining it. And obviously, because our bodies, we just think about, man, I'm tired. I just need to have more energy. And we sometimes forget the internal side of the story of what's really required with energy. So let's unpack a little bit about the misconceptions that happen with chiropractors or chiropractors. Because obviously, there's certain people that just think, man, they're quacks. You know, there's only certain people go to that and understand it. So can I unpack some of the misconceptions that uh, we may have? Sure. Uh, one of the biggest ones is that, you know, chiropractors, we are, you say the word chiropractor, what's the first thing that pops into your head? Neck pain, back pain. Yeah. Right? We're back doctors or pain doctors. And that's not a bad stigma to have because we're really, really good at those things. But going to a chiropractor just for neck pain or back pain is like getting your new iPhone and only using the calculator on that. Ah, good example. You know, so it's like it's very limiting on what we can actually do. So because the brain and the, the nervous system is what controls every single function in the body. And people don't realize that, well, on the other end of those nerves are, you know, muscles, skins and your organ systems. So if you have particular organ issues, it can actually be stemming from the spine itself or too much stress on the body. That's interesting. And there's also two... You talk often about each chiropractor has different types of specialties, too. So can you unpack that a little bit? Sure, absolutely. Um, just like the medical profession, you know, you've got your, your cardiologist, you've got your pulmonologist, you've got your internal health guys, you know, you've got your radiologist, your surgeons, your orthopedics. Chiropractic is the same way. You know, we have our own specialties. You know, we have chiropractors that are great with radiology and do radiology stuff. Um, there are functional med type chiropractors like myself that deal more with the internal health side of things. There are uh, pediatric and pregnancy 
specialties. There are orthopedics and sports med guys. I mean, it all depends on what that chiropractor is interested in doing. And that was fascinating when I learned that because I just assumed that they're almost like a general practicing doctor. You know, I'm a family doctor. You come in, he does a bunch of different things, but basically it's just kind of the main thing, which is with the chiropractor. I come in there, I get an adjustment, you know, like you mentioned, the neck and the back, and I'm on my way, and it's nothing more than that. And oftentimes they don't take necessarily a holistic approach as well, so that could be a misconception, correct? Yeah, absolutely. There is um, – no, there are chiropractors that – just adjust and they don't do anything for rehab or they don't do anything with stress management or nutrition and that's fine you know it's not right or wrong it's just kind of what is um i myself i take much more of a holistic approach and my idea and my philosophy is is that well you're coming to me and you're employing me to help you with your health this is your health. This is your body. It is your choice to do what you need to do with it. My job is to find out what's causing your issues, help guide you to that direction and show you what to do. But the most important part of it is actually educating you because stress affects everybody differently. We all have different things. And I have 10 people that walk in the door that have migraines or headaches, but there's 10 different causes of why they are. So everybody is their own set of walking chemistry. And it's just trying to figure figure out exactly what's going on. So, um, so yeah, so that's kind of what my philosophy is. Because if you can understand how stress affects your body, if you can understand, all right, so now I'm feeling this and I'm more aware of my body, I'm more aware of my stress, and you have the tools or the techniques and things to manage that on your own, that's really what it's about, is helping you understand exactly how your body works. And that's what kind of makes me a little bit different from most other chiropractors or doctors themselves, is that I have that holistic approach. Absolutely, and I could not agree more. So when I come in for an adjustment with you and we're talking about, you know, hey, there's, I've got this headache or I've got this stress that's going on. It's more than just taking care of the problem or, or the symptom. We're really trying to unpack the problem. And I love that about your approach because of learning the questions amidst that adjustment. And I'm finding out not only am I feeling better walking out of there, I feel less stress on my neck. My body feels better. I'm also a little more educated kind of moving forward. So I completely agree with that. And one of the quotes that you had mentioned was uh, where health truly comes from is inside out. So can you dive into a little bit more about what you mean by that quote? Sure, absolutely. Well, in this culture, we are have kind of been brainwashed that health comes from the outside in. And this is the whole traditional and the medical model, right? The the medical community is there for acute or crisis situations. If you have a life-threatening issue that's going on, that's where they shine. And that's what the drugs and the surgeries are there for because that helps to manipulate your chemistry from the outside in. And we've kind of been misled and, and brainwashed that way that our health comes from the outside and is not our own. So if the body does not have that intelligence, then we do need to manipulate it from the outside in. But what most people don't understand is that that approach is defensive health, meaning that you wait for a crisis or a a situation to happen, and then you take care of it or manage it. But what most people don't understand is that that approach does absolutely nothing 
to restore normal function or to promote health. It is a disease care system. It is a sick care system, and that is the best that it can do. Now, that works for most people, and that's great, and I'm not knocking that at all. But where chiropractic is different is we're a little bit more on the offensive side and that the health comes from the inside out. Like every single cell in our body has this innate intelligence for well-being. Every cell is programmed to thrive, not just survive Mm -hmm. and just get by. So how can we support our body in that normal function and so that it can, we can get the best performance from our body, not mecha- only mechanically, but emotionally, mentally, and nutritionally. Because your brain and the nervous system is what controls every single function in your body. It talks to every single cell and organ tissue, and it coordinates that function. So the approach that chiropractic has is that the is through the spine, because the spine is what is that that link that communicates to the brain itself. And if we have subluxations where your vertebrae are misaligned and there's a restriction there and you've got muscle contraction in your spine that can put pressure on a nerve and irritate that nerve and that organ system or that muscle, then that's going to cause levels of dysfunction in your body. So our primary approach to that health coming from the inside out is through the spinal adjustment itself. So we can actually restore that normal communication between our brain and our body so that the body can actually do what it was designed to do. See, most people think that, you know, we need to manipulate the body from the outside in in order for it to do something. Well, The body knows what to do. It has this amazing intelligence. We just need to learn how to support it and how to understand how it functions better so that we can work in harmony with it. And that is what I'm talking about with the health coming from the inside out. And and I love that concept because to your point, offensive, defensive, reactive or preventative, and most people are reactive in their health. All of a sudden something goes wrong. They go to see the doctor. They come to see the chiropractor. And I mean, obviously there's good in that, but it's so much bigger than that. And I think that's one thing that you have have taught me personally. So let's talk a little bit about one of the things you mentioned was nutritionally and your association and your view with nutrition. Because I think most of us, if there's a misconception, we would not put any correlation between nutrition and chiropractic care. So can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. Um, Well, the biggest misconception that's out there is that we put a piece of food in our mouth, we swallow it, we assume that it is automatically 100% digested. We assume that it is automatically 100% absorbed and utilized by our cells and our organs. And if that were true, then nobody would ever be sick. Ever. Why? Why? Because a biggest part of our internal uh environment and the inflammatory process comes from our digestion system and what we put into our mouth, okay? And over 80% of the immune system is actually located in our gastrointestinal tract. So if you've got a digestion problem and you can't digest your food or you can't absorb it and you've got bowel toxicity or SIBO, which is small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, and you've got leaky gut syndrome and all these other internal stuff, because that's where it all begins. And most people don't realize that. I mean, I have people that come to me that eat a very clean diet. They exercise five, six times a week, but yet they have very poor health. It's not a question of their lifestyle. It's a question of how their body is functioning. Because even if you eat a clean diet, 
if your body can't digest it, it's still going to treat it like poison. And that's because there's too much stress on the body. So my approach as an internal health specialist and uh, enzyme nutrition and utilizing that, that is one of my primary focuses because if you can't digest your food, if your body can't absorb it, then how are your cells and your organs supposed to get the nutrition that they need so that they can produce the energy to actually function? Exactly. And now you're getting personal because that's where I met you. I if, uh, went through my gallbladder issue and was very, very sick from that, was not recovering from that, even though having that removed, still incredibly sick. And my wife had suggested that I talk to you. So I reached out to you, and let's just talk through what that was like from a personal experience. Because sure. obviously, you know, we can talk about an adjustment, and, and, but we're talking now digestive enzymes and talking about a whole different area. We'll be right back for the remainder of this interview after the short break. Hi, this is Terry Crawley, co-author of Sleeping Your Way to the Top. And here is your sleep energy boost for today. When it comes to caffeine consumption, be careful of what we call sneaky caffeine. Sometimes it's found in not-so-obvious sources, so always check the labels, especially those of flavored teas and waters and non-cola sodas. As far as decaf goes, there is caffeine in your favorite decaf drink. Now, the FDA regulations specify that for coffee to be labeled decaffeinated, only 97% of the caffeine must be removed. So be careful even when ordering non-caffeinated drinks, knowing that you will be getting some caffeine. Most of us are just plain tired. Our pace far outruns our energy, yet we just keep going. We quickly move from busy to beat down to burnout. And sometimes we pull this off by the end of the same day, and it's only Monday. What we need is a reminder there's another way, a kickstart to get us thinking and get us going in the right direction. 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com offers three five-minute videos on the topics of sleep, nutrition, and fitness movement where a problem is discussed and two energy kickstart challenges are offered. Why? Because we all need a kickstart from time to time. The best part about it is the only thing it'll cost you is a few minutes of your time because the video series is absolutely free. So check out 5MinuteEnergyKickstart.com today. This is your podcast co-host, Trevi Yacino. I would love to have a personal conversation with each and every one of you. Why? Almost everyone I talk to is struggling with common yet incredibly frustrating issues such as losing weight, loss of energy, lots of digestive issues, and many, many more. I help business professionals like yourselves get to the core of why you're feeling so badly and get you back to feeling fantastic. If you head over to my website, livingtree.co, share your information under contact me, and we can set up a time to chat for free. I am passionate about giving you the tools you need to become independently healthy and regain the energetic you. Just ask Brian, my co-host. He was one of my biggest challenges. Now look at him, or should I say listen to him? I can't even keep up. So let's get your living on. 
So why don't you tell me about a little bit about your story and give our listeners a, um, a viewpoint from what you were experiencing. So after my surgery and was limited on what I could eat and just had a horrible time after two days or four days in the hospital, two different procedures, having the gallbladder out, and then gallstones stuck in the bile duct, which I didn't even know that was a thing. But obviously it was. And it was not a buy one, get one free. It was a buy one, you get the second one at uh, definitely full price. So after that, I came home and I was just not seemingly digesting things that I should normally be able to digest. And that's when I came to you. And I'm laying on the table for an adjustment and you are poking the life out of my gut. And all of a sudden realizing, wait, there are certain areas that were just a lot more sensitive. And you were unpacking to me where my body was digesting from a protein point of view, a carbohydrate point of view, and a fat point of view. And I was just mesmerized because I had never heard anything like that. And knowing that that's what it was, and then looking at it from a digestive enzyme point of view, and that kind of started the story. So from your lenses coming in, uh, me sitting there after going through what I went through, uh, what was your reaction to that? Well, what your story and you coming to me like that is very common in my practice. I mean, I have people that come to me that have chronic unresolved health issues that they've been to five or seven different doctors or specialists, but yet they still have their health issues. I mean, I had this one woman come to me that was dealing with chronic fatigue for... Uh, 10 years. She's been through seven different internists and specialists. The last internist ran her blood work. Her blood work looked normal. She's like, oh, your blood work looks normal. Here's a number for a psychiatrist. Right. Oh, lovely. So so that's the kind of the, the, the people that I attract in my practice specifically because of the uh, the lens that I look at the health in not only from a mechanical perspective with the chiropractic and the structural part, but also the nutritional and the organ related issue with the enzyme nutrition. And that is really, really important because most people don't understand how the two are directly linked together. So from your perspective, you know, I mean, it's very common as to why people have digestion or gallbladder issues. And it's stuff that has been uh, accumulating in your body for such a long period of time because, I mean, you didn't really have many digestion symptoms before your surgery, did you? I did not. And it came on relatively quickly. So before your surgery, you didn't really have many digestion symptoms, did you? I did not, at least known to me because I wasn't sick and I didn't seem to have any complications, but I didn't obviously know how my body was processing, in this case, not processing the food. Gotcha. And so your gallbladder stuff actually came on relatively acute, as does with most people that have gallbladder issues or gallstones. Okay. And then after your surgery, like, oh, let's take the the gallbladder out and it's going to fix everything. Well, what was your experience after the surgery? How was your digestion system? It was definitely screwed up. I mean, I was assuming that I could eat certain things. And my goodness, I mean, I lost 21 pounds in five weeks. And just my inability to digest things that I seemingly should have been able to digest. And still confused walking in to see a chiropractor and to be able to handle the situation. So, you know, three levels of messed up. Yeah. So what was the your medical doctor, what was his solution to this? There was none. It was, it should work itself out. And if you have more complications, we'll contact the surgeon and uh, go from there. So it's more about, hey, you know, you got to learn to live with this. Exactly. And it'll naturally go away by itself. Yep. And I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. 
And did that work? It did not at all. Yeah. So, and the reason being is that because the gallbladder issue that you had and the gallstones and that attack that led to the removal of your gallbladder, uh, it was something that was brewing in your body for a long time. And the underlying cause of that was actually the digestion system. So the gallbladder is the one that's saying, hey, uh, I can no longer compensate. I'm exhausted. Uh, I'm going to give you some pain. So, and that it did. And it's to the point where it had to be removed. But the underlying cause, which was your inability to digest food appropriately, your digestion system was just weak. And that's normally what I see. Because what the medical community is there for, again, is that gross pathology. Do you have a tumor? Is something torn? Is something fractured? And you actually have the symptoms of, of dealing with that. So... But that doesn't mean that it actually took care of the source of the problem that actually created the digestion and the gallbladder issue in the first place. And that was the digestion system. So in my office, I'm looking at your body from that functional perspective. All right. Well, you're having digestion issues. Well, let's see where it's coming from. Right. Is it digestion of protein? Is it the digestion of fat or carbohydrates or is it a combination of all three things? So, so how you found that out. So how did you know with my laying on the back and pressing to certain parts of my gut, whether I was processing proteins or carbohydrates or fats? It is through my training. Uh, my mentor, Dr. Howard Loomis in the Food Enzyme Institute, he's based out of Madison, Wisconsin, and I've been working with him for the last 15 years going to his seminars, and it's just the way that he has trained and has created this system of learning how to evaluate the body from that functional perspective. So there are different stress points on the body that tell me something different about a organ system. And it or, wasn't from an x-ray. Yeah. It was literally from you my touching. Hands. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's what it's about is, is – is, I mean my chiropractic training gave me that foundation to be a doctor. Dr. Loomis's training gave me the ability to actually be a healer. And there's a big difference between that. So – and, I mean, he, Dr. Loomis says all the time, and I was like, the body is nothing more than a roadmap. Yeah. Everything is right there in front of you. You just need to learn, know what you're looking for, and then once you find it, interpret what it actually means. And that's what his system did. And my ability to help you with your digestion is I was just following what your body was saying. And that's what makes it different because everybody's different. Exactly. And it's customizable to what your body's highest needs are right now. And so the solution of that, once you notice that I was, my inability to, to process, well, almost everything, <laughs> minor yet important detail, was give me these digestive enzymes. So talk about that a little bit. Sure. Well, what do enzymes actually do in the body, right? Let's, let's start with that there. Because most people don't realize is that enzymes are essential for life. And if we didn't have any enzymes in us, we would be a big pile of lifeless compounds. We wouldn't be alive. So in essence, we have a bank account of enzyme potential in our body. Once that bank account gets depleted and uh, no longer exists, then we actually cease to exist and we die. So it's learning how to preserve that potential. And every single cell in our body has the ability to make those enzymes. It just asks for you to do those two things, drop off its food and pick up its waste. And what are enzymes? Enzymes are protein molecules that have the only ability to actually do work in the body. 
So we've got the other raw material, right? We've got the protein, we've got the fat, we've got the carbohydrates, we've got vitamins, and we've got minerals. That's the raw material that the body needs, but they don't have potential to actually do work. And a good analogy that I have of this is that let's say we're going to build a house and we have all of the material we need sitting in a pile. We've got all the wood, the concrete, the nails, the windows, the doors, the shingles, all of that. Well, is that pile going to actually build the house? No. You need the workers to put everything together. So what if you've got two workers working on that pile? And you have to put this house together. Well, it's going to get built in a certain time frame with a certain amount of efficiency. Well, what if you put 10 workers on there? What about 100? How about 1,000? 10,000 workers? I mean, it's going to get done. And that's what enzymes do in the body. They get work done. And there are two main systems that are heavily dependent upon enzymes. And that is your digestion system and it's your immune system. So taking digestive enzymes with your food can help to support the digestion process. Taking enzymes away from food on an empty stomach can actually support the immune system and make you stronger and burn up that toxicity and clean up the lymphatic system in the body itself. And in my case, you needed to be able to to add some digestive enzymes before I ate and then immediately after I had eaten, and then we put in some in-between meals to be able to support my system. Why? Why? Because that's what your body needed at that time. And when – because your liver was having a hard time processing the food, so the liver actually helps – is a big filter that – gets everything from the intestines and has to process process that and break it down so that your body can actually utilize some of that stuff. Well, especially with losing a gallbladder. Yeah, exactly. And that's where you were having problems. So by giving you digestive enzymes to help with the digestion process, but then also supporting the liver to give that organ the, the food that it needed so that it can do its job. But then also we had to support the inflammatory process too, which was the ones we gave you between meals. And which makes a huge, huge difference. You know, it's one of those where it took a few days, but as far as the body coming in and the amount of energy, imagine that's a direct correlation between nutrition and energy. But in this case right here was the chiropractic care was the larger window of that. So one question I want to ask is if somebody's listening to this podcast and they're not involved with chiropractic care or they've gone and they've had a bad experience, but they're now listening and going, you know what? I, I really feel like I need to check this out because obviously there's a correlation between chiropractic care and energy. What should they begin to look for in a chiropractor if they're listening to this in Seattle, they're in Dallas, wherever they are? How do they find that individual to know who to come to? Well, just like you find any other professional team member that's on your team, right? How hard is it to find a good mechanic that won't rip you off? How is it to find a good hairdresser or a good financial aid guy or – financial guy. You know, it's like there's good and bad in every profession and it's just about going and gaining experience with that. But also it's a personality thing too because you're never going to find two chiropractors that do the same thing because there's so many different techniques that are out there. I mean, there's chiropractors that all they do is adjust the spine and that's all they do and they do more of a high volume practice, which is fine because some people love that and that works for them. Great. If you like more of a I don't know, more of a holistic approach than something like what I do. It's just trying to figure out and seeking that because, I mean, I have patients all the time 
I mean, it happened this morning. I part of a a, a chiropractic coaching group and somebody's like well is there anybody in the Chicagoland area that does nutrition so I might be getting a referral from another chiropractor in Kentucky you know one of his patient's cousins is here and is looking for something but I do that too I have patients that come in that are like oh well I have X, Y, and Z you know in this part of the country so I look up my network and trying to find people for that referral because the word of mouth is much better but if you don't have that available to you than just looking online, looking for um, their websites, looking for testimonials, giving them a call, trying to get a feel for what those – what you're looking for and then just going and having an experience with them and, and do an interview, you know? And that's incredibly helpful. So if – how can people find out more about you specifically and with that, can they reach out to you if all of a sudden they are in Kentucky or they are in Seattle or Dallas that may find somebody within your network that they could reach if they're looking for this type of uh, holistic care? Sure. Um, well, my phone number is 630-246-2627. Uh, you can also find me on my website, you know, drkeithgiaquinto.com. That's G-I-A-Q-U-I-N-T-O. Dot com, so Dr. Keith Giaquinto. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that's the best way they can do that. Uh, I'm on Facebook as well. I've got a fan page if they want to get connected that way. Um, every Monday night in my office, I do a workshop, a health workshop from 6 to 6.30. That's for my patients, but it's also free and open to the community. So sometimes, too, somebody coming out – because I like to do a lot of lecturing and, and training to kind of help people understand the bigger picture of their health. And if you're in the Chicagoland area, that's an obviously something that you can do and uh, find out more about that at your website as well. So any closing thoughts for us today amidst this conversation? Well, it kind of all depends. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there are. Um, How about I ask the question again? Then you can jump right in. <laughs> any yeah. closing thoughts you want to leave us today? Sure. Uh, well, what I'd like for people to really understand is that if you are more of a reactionary or defensive health type person, then that's fine. And that's where the medical community is your guy. If you are looking to refine what you are already doing, if you're looking to be more proactive, because one of the biggest misconceptions that are out there is that, oh, I'm getting older. I need to feel a certain amount of stiffness or pain or at lack of energy and just not function well. That is not correct. Just because we're getting older doesn't mean that we have to suffer in pain or have limited energy or function. Um, you know, I mean, there's a, saw this one guy that started running marathons at the age of 91. Can you repeat that number, please? There's this guy that started running marathons at the age of 91. That's awesome. His son passed away and he started to running never ran before and it found out that it brought him such happiness so between the age of 91 and 101 he ran nine marathons and he retired at the age of 101 so we don't realize that our mind and our ability to think and make choices that's really what the number one killer is in this country it's not heart disease it's not cancer it's the ignorance and People simply do not know what they do not know. So if people are looking to get educated and so they can make better informed decisions and go on the offensive side of health, I mean, the potential for the human body is 
is really great, but we just have limiting thoughts and beliefs about that. I mean, if the redwood had the mind of a human, it would only grow to be 10 feet tall. So when you are thinking about your health, people are like, oh, well, my health is not my own. I'm a victim to my genes. Okay, And that's another concept that's out there as well, too. But diet and lifestyle will trump genetic predisposition any day of the week. Mm. It's just that we don't think of it that way. And it's just being more proactive and having the right mindset and getting that support with the chiropractic care that can propel you through your older years in life and becoming a goldie oldie, not a moldy oldie. (laughs) Nice. Nice. And a great closing thought. And I think, you know, one of the things we talk about on the show all the time is we want to create an energy edge and that's leveraging the things we do every single day. We sleep, we eat, we move. You know, there's just things that we do, but we, if we do them better, if we become proactive to use your vernacular, if we look at ways to say, Hey, I want more energy in my life. That is the offensive side of things. So why would we not consider chiropractic care? I mean, walking in and getting adjustment, it is an amazing, amazing feeling from personal experience. Every child that I have goes into chiropractic care within days and weeks of being born and really wanted to create that lifestyle as opposed to me joining a lot longer or later in life. <clears throat> and as a result of that, a lot more issues that I had to work through with being older as opposed to having that as a lifestyle. So personally, I want to thank you uh, for your influence on my health overall and also with my family. And I just could not encourage people more to consider chiropractic care. So, Dr. Keith, thank you so much for your time. I really hope people reach out to you, learn from you. And uh, this is a great interview to be able to just kind of break those misconceptions of what chiropractic care is all about. So thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for making it to this point in the podcast. I hope that you really enjoyed the interview with Dr. Keith Giaquinto. Now, We don't talk about chiropractic a lot, so I really hope that you consider doing something, anything, which is better than nothing with your mechanical part of your body and to make those changes. Now, if you have some needs too with enzymes, uh, I cannot suggest him more, obviously, with the help that he made for me. So reach out to Dr. Keith and hopefully that will really help you for your energy. As always, we'll try and do better next time. Go and get your energy edge on today.